Welcome to the Forever Fit Podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight, get strong, and uncover your badass self. I'm on a mission to help 10,000 women rewrite their story and shape the next generation. Now let's dive in. What is going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Forever Fit Podcast. Today, what we're doing is talking about simplifying nutrition for effective weight management, okay? And so today on the episode, what I really want to debunk or the the reason why I was um, very compelled to have this episode is because the thing is, is like when it comes to nutrition, there's so much out there and it just gets so muddled and it's so confusing when you're trying to follow so many different things you're going to find that you never really get to a proper result or the result that you want because you're just all over the place when it comes to like shiny object syndrome. And so the thing is, is like when you're looking at weight management and you're trying to lose weight and you're trying to keep it off for good, and I'm talking like for life, like I'm talking like you lose the 40 pounds, you lose the 60 pounds and you keep it off forever. It doesn't bounce back. Like you might gain, you know, five or so pounds every so often, but it's not you gaining 40 pounds, losing 10, gaining 40, losing 10, like it just it gets so exhausting. And it just takes up so much of your mental bandwidth. And for anyone who's been trying to do this for over five years, what I want you to understand, like when I say these things is that you have been trying to lose the same 10, 15, 30, 40 pounds for over five years now. That is how many hours, that is how many meals, that is how much time that you've spent invested in this, um, only to end up at the same result, which is back where you started. And so the thing is, is like, you need a new mindset in order to get out of the current situation that you're in, because your current mindset is keeping you stuck. And it's keeping you stuck. And if you don't think it's keeping you stuck, well, you're right back where you started, maybe with like a little bit more mental information, but that's pretty much it. Okay. So today, what we're going to do is I'm going to give you three different ways that you can simplify your nutrition so you can actually lose the weight and keep it off. And that's like, that's just pretty much it. Like, that's just the bottom line of it. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is the expectations going in. So your expectation right now when you start something is that like on Monday, I'm going to start this and I'm going to change this, 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 and this, okay? We don't really think about where we're starting. And the thing is, it's like, it's probably because you don't want to accept where you're starting. You don't want to think about the fact that you've had takeout five times this week. You don't want to think about the drinks from Saturday. You don't want to think about the chocolate bars that are sitting in the cupboard. And I understand that. Like, I get that because I was that person. Like, I didn't want to look at that either. But the thing is, is that if you don't have a very objective starting stance of like where you're beginning, it's going to be very difficult for you to make those changes because as soon as you have the chocolate bar that's in the in the counter, or if you have another takeout meal, or if you decide that you're going to eat something that doesn't fit your new Monday routine, then you're off track. But the thing is, is that you've been eating these foods for the last 5, 10, 15 years. And all of a sudden, overnight, you told yourself on Monday, you're no longer having those anymore. So the expectation going in is that like, I'm going to do my best to follow maybe this protocol. But I'm not going to be so rigid in the fact that if I have something that's off of it, then I'm going to fail and that everything's going to go to shit and I'm going to gain weight and all this stuff. That is going to help you keep a perspective of regardless of what happens, I'm going to keep going. When you have that perspective, 
it's a lot easier to make decisions because you know that regardless of what you do today, you're still going to keep going. Obviously that can also work against you where like, you're like, I'm going to just eat whatever and do whatever. And like, I'm going to keep going. So it doesn't matter. But like just having the perspective of if I decide to have a chocolate or if I decide to eat takeout, or if I decide to do whatever, I'm still going to work out. I'm still going to aim for my water. I'm still going to hit my protein. You know what I mean? That perspective is going to get you so far because it allows for flexibility. When you're rigid and when you're like, everything has to be perfect and everything has to be this way, otherwise it's wrong. It's really, really hard to stick to. And that's why when you joined um, one of those programs that was very, very strict and like you're doing like ridiculous amounts of cardio and you're eating very low calories, it's just not sustainable because as soon as someone has a birthday, there's a funeral, as soon as like something comes up in terms of just maybe your friends wanna have fun, you can't stick to it because it's just so, so restrictive. It's so 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 strict and like no one no one can really follow that like literally nobody unless you're somebody that literally only eats organic and only does whatever and blah 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 that's great but you're probably not that person if you're listening to this podcast uh the second thing that we need to look at when we're trying to simplify nutrition for effective weight loss is like you need to stop looking at 900 ways to do things okay if you're this person that's like oh my god why are there waist trainers on my feed why is there like toxic diet advice on my feed why is there keto on my feed why are all this shit that's so confusing you have looked it up or you have liked or stopped scrolling on videos that are similar to the ones that you are looking at that's how the algorithm works so if your explore page looks like a whole bunch of different diet histories fads like you know people who are like basically just making you feel like shit you have designed your social media to look like that and how i know this is one that's how social media works two my feed doesn't look like that it used to it used to be really toxic. I don't follow anybody that makes me feel a certain way. That's just it. Like I do not, I don't look at people's pages to like, you know, see the tea. I don't like, nope, because I know that it, I'm just going to get more and more and more of that. The people that I follow and most of the time, I actually spend most of my time on Pinterest, but I spend like a lot of time looking at people who have more than me, who do like more things than me, better than me, who do things similar to me, but in a better way. Um, I, I only follow people that I look up to and realistically uh, my clients as well as like previous clients and like my team. That's pretty much it. Everybody else, like if you are on my page, like there is something that you have that like I aspire to have um, in terms of like social media, or I just like, I know you and you don't post all your like sad shit on Facebook. That's pretty much it. Um, if you post your sad shit on Facebook, I probably don't follow you. Sorry, not sorry. But yeah, that's just like not my vibe. But the thing is, is like understanding that if your feed looks a certain way, it's because you've designed it a certain way. If you keep seeing the fact that, you know, happy juice shows up on your page seven times a day, it's because you've liked to post about happy juice. If you um, get waist trainers, if you get uh, things about teas, or if you get things about appetite suppressants, if you're getting like random waist trainer stuff, like all of this stuff is because you've designed your page or you follow people who do MLMs, who also do other MLMs, like all that kind of stuff. Again, no shade to anyone who does that. I'm just saying that's why it's on your feed because you followed it, you liked it, you engaged with it. Um, so understanding that, yeah, they're part of the problem, but you're also consuming it. If you weren't consuming it, they wouldn't be promoting it right? So you have to make the decision, like, what is the best thing for me? Okay. The third thing is, is that to simplify nutrition for uh, weight loss, I want you to start looking at the outside of the grocery store. And I want you to walk around the outside of the grocery store before you go in through the middle aisles. Okay. Um, I know it's a very basic tip, but it's something that I still do to this day. And it's very, very easy. Um, the other thing that I do is that I drink uh, more water than I do coffee. So for every coffee that I have, I make sure that I drink, honestly, at this point, I drink this entire 
like liter. I don't know how much water that is. It's a lot though, but probably like, I don't know, two, two shaker cups of water for every coffee that I have. You don't have to do that, but that's how I get my water in because I personally gravitate towards coffee. Just like maybe you gravitate towards eating mac and cheese. It's like for every mac and cheese box that I have, I'm going to have one like serving of protein is how I would think about it. Um, and that's how I just habit stack to make healthier habits. So for example, if I'm already going to drink a coffee and I already want the coffee, then I also have to think, okay, well, if I have one coffee, I'm going to have to drink one of those. Am I down to drink one of those? Sometimes I'm just like, why don't I just drink one of those? And then if I still want the coffee, I'll have the coffee later. You see what I'm saying? So then I'm like playing like kind of games with myself, but it's also like games that also help me hit my goals. Same with like grocery store. It's like, let's go around the outside of the grocery store. And then if you still want some of the stuff on the inside, you're going to notice one price wise, but also like health wise, you're going to make different decisions. When you have a whole bunch of veggies and fruit in your cart, you have like maybe some like whole wheat bread, you've got some like uh, different types of meat, you've got some Greek yogurts, you've got some whatever. And then you start going through the middle aisle, you're way less likely to start picking up candy and chips and like all those kind of things. Sometimes I'll grab like tortilla chips, I'll grab some salsa, like, you know, I'll grab some crackers because I love crackers and cheese. It's like my go to It's so good. Um, things like that throughout the aisles. Um, but you're going to make different decisions than if you were to run through the middle aisles first and then go through the outside. Again, I'm not saying that you can't have anything in the middle aisles. I'm not saying things in the middle aisles are necessarily bad because I know there's like a whole, I'm sure there's a whole side of the internet that's just devoted on like the middle aisles are trying to get you. But like realistically, at the end of the day, it's food. It is what it is, but you still have the choice. So like, even though the advertising and the packaging and the whatever is like really amazing on you know, packaged foods, you still have the choice to go around the outside before you go around the inside. Like you still have so many choices. There's so many choices. We have so many options. And also being on the side like North America, we are so, so lucky to have grocery stores that are stacked full of food. We have tons of fruits, tons of vegetables, tons of like really good, obviously like financially too, if you're not able to do that, cool. Go to the frozen section, still on the outside of the grocery store. Like that's fine, right? It's still frozen. It might be a little bit more, but like just cut out some of the stuff that you would normally eat through the middle aisles. In my personal opinion, like that's what I did. I was like super flat broke. I think people forget this because sometimes I get shit on for this, but like I was super flat broke, like flat broke. And what I did was I got a lot of frozen um, options, which did they taste the best? No. But then like what I did was I found a way to like make more money in order to like eat a little bit healthier. Um, so I actually sold like a lot of the clothes that I didn't wear anymore or I would um, resell stuff or like I just got really like creative. I know not everybody has the time to do that, but like that's what I did because I was like, I want to eat healthier foods. My job's not giving me a raise. So like, let me figure this out. And so I started reselling stuff. And then on top of that, what I did was um, I got another job on the side. Um, I eventually started doing training programs that honestly just fell into my lap. Like training was like the best thing that ever happened to me. I love doing this, but it was definitely something that just randomly happened for me, but I had to figure it out. And I was like, well, I don't want to eat frozen foods forever. So like, I'm going to have to figure this out. And then I just like figured it out. Like if, if it's painful enough, you will figure it out. I hated frozen foods enough that I was like, I'll figure out a way to make more money. I stopped drinking because I was like, drinking is like also costing a ton of money. So then I just put that money towards other things. I just allocated it differently. Um, the thing is, is like right now too, like I save so much money from alcohol and takeout and like things like that, that, you know, I can afford to have a trainer. I can afford to do things like that because that's just something that, that I just prioritized. 
right? So again, there's other, I'm not saying that you might not be in that spot, but I'm just saying there's also other things that you're probably doing right now, um, nutrition wise that are counteractive to your goals. For example, how many times do you go to McDonald's? How many times do you go to Taco Bell? How many drinks are you having out per month? Even if you go out once per month and you are buying 10 drinks, that's still a lot of money on alcohol. Like, right. So like, it's all, it's all relative. Um, and the other thing that I've kind of like, I guess, like when it came to, um, simplifying nutrition is like when I go out to eat, if I'm getting takeout, so takeout in restaurants, I classify different takeout is basically anything that's like fast, easy, in and out, not sit down, that kind of thing. Those types of foods, I've told myself that if I'm going to be at the point where like, I'm going to be like kind of lazy and like not make food, um, then it has to be something healthy. So it has to be pita pit, it has to be whatever. I do have food rules around that because I don't want to, I would go to McDonald's every single day. Like I would, I totally would. I love McDonald's. I love McDoubles, they're freaking good. But it has to have something where I can like either make my own, um, so pita pit, mucho burrito, like things like that. Or it has to be a restaurant. So I will go sit down and I will pay like whatever it is to have like a, a wrap or a appetizer or whatever. And the reason why I do that is because normally it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, hey, Sam, do you want to go make your food or do you want to go spend 15 bucks on takeout? And I'm like, ah, like, cause it kind of gets me money wise. And it also gets me like health wise, you know? And then same with the restaurant the restaurant gets me the most because it's normally like this get the dishes price tag is it's pretty high. You know, it's like you, you order like if you order like a coffee and a breakfast sandwich from McDonald's on like DoorDash, don't ask me how I know this. It's like 13 bucks. If you go to the drive through, it's like six. You see what I'm saying? It's like you're paying literally double the amount for the same thing. Um, and that kills me. So like, I won't, I won't go do that. Um, unless I'm like super busy, but like, for example, that's something that like, I think about, right. So it's, it's kind of like, well, I, I don't have, I personally don't have the option of going to a, like a takeout place or going to like McDonald's or whatever and buying like just a fry because I won't do that because health is a value to me. Do you see what I'm saying? So like before I would, but I've chosen that health, like, okay, Sam, well, if you're going to go get takeout, you're going to get takeout that's healthy for you. So you're going to pay $13. Are you cool with paying $13 for takeout today? Sometimes yes, sometimes no, right? And then if not, then I'll go home and I'll make something or I'll go to the grocery store and I'll just pick something up because like I should have done that in the first place. And then the other thing that I've done a lot, which is like with restaurants, it's okay, cool. You're going to a restaurant twice a week. Awesome. Are you cool with paying 40 bucks because you're going to be going and getting like a healthier meal? No. Okay, cool. Then I guess we're making food at home. It becomes a lot easier. It becomes a lot easier to say no because there's like multiple stakes because now I have a financial stake and I have the fact that like I'm still going to choose something healthier. So it's like I don't have that out. I didn't give myself that out. That simplified things a lot for me because it's like, oh, yeah, you could go to Taco Bell and pay, pay like $4 and get a whole bunch of tacos and like whatever and like kind of feel like crap after and just like spend a bunch of money for no reason. But like I don't have that option. There's only maybe like I would say like once a month maybe I'll kind of like give into that otherwise like I, I just don't like it's just it's just a rule it's a value that I hold it's just like nope because I value my money I actually respect my money now where I didn't before I respect my body where I'm like I'm not going to just like make myself super bloated and like be all over the place and the thing is too is is that I also respect my clients and I respect uh, my relationships and I respect my team. And the thing is, is like, they also deserve for me to be my best. They also deserve for me to show up my best. They don't deserve for me to come to work and be all pissy because I'm bloated and like all uncomfortable because I eat Taco Bell, right? They don't deserve the fact that like, 
um, I'm crabby and like, I don't want to like look at them because like my partner, I don't want to like look at him because I feel gross about my body. You know what I mean? Like all these things, like really like they just, one day it just came to fruition where I was like, I need to just change what I'm doing because not only do I deserve better, but the people in my life that like are also like deciding to spend time with me in my life, they also deserve for me to be better. Like it just all around. And so like simplifying nutrition um, to lose weight and keep it off, I think it's like, you have to look at, you have to stop looking at weight loss as like, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. And you need to look at it as like, my kids deserve for me to be a healthy mom. My husband deserves for me to be a healthy wife. My like, my coworkers, like, I are you the miserable coworker that comes in every day, like pissed off at the world because like nothing's going right? Okay, cool. Like maybe it's time to fix that. Like no one really wants to hang around with you if you're like that. It's awful. And like everyone else is miserable at work. I worked at so many miserable workplaces and I just decided that like when I showed up at work, I was going to be like however I wanted to be and like be happy and be cheerful and like do the best that I could do with the situation that was given. There was a certain point where like I just had to leave because it was so toxic, but like I would show up and like the the workplace changed. I can confidently say that I changed the environment at that workplace 100% at multiple, at multiple, because I just decided that like, it was going to be better. I was like, I'm not going to work and being pissed off every day. I can't leave my job. So how can I make this more enjoyable? And so like, when it looks when you're looking at nutrition, and you're like, Oh, well, I'm sad. So I ate and like, you know, my job sucks. So I'm eating and like all this stuff. It's like, there's a certain point where you have to be like, I am stuck in this situation for a while. Like maybe you can't go anywhere else. You can't afford to change your job. So it's like, let's make the best out of this. And like, if everyone else is miserable around you, that's where you start changing the culture. I got everybody to work out eventually. I got everybody to start eating healthier. I was like, yeah, I have energy. They'd be like, oh yeah, like I'm so tired. I have no energy to like do what we needed to do for work. I'm not gonna say what it was because it was like pretty physical. And I was like, I have tons of energy because I've actually been eating healthier. Oh my God, you do? How did you do that? Like then they start asking, right? And so it's like, if you really want to simplify it, it's like, stop looking at it as like, I have to lose 20 pounds because like, I don't like the way that my jeans fit. That's not going to motivate you once you start wearing sweatpants. You know what I mean? But like when you look at literally every area of your life where like you show up and you're freaking miserable, that is going to motivate you to lose the weight, build the muscle, do the thing. Because again, when your husband looks at you and you're like, oh my God, don't look at me. Like, do you want to do that forever? You know, when your kids are like pissed off because they're like, oh my God, my mom never plays with me. You're like, she's never in any photos. I have no photos with my mom. Like literally none. I have no photos with my dad because he won't take photos either. Right. Cause he's just like, I don't like the way that I look in photos. So I have no photos since when I was like six with my dad. Right. Um, there's like so many different things like that. Um, your work, um, different things in terms of like, when you go to the gym, you won't go to the gym cause you don't like the way that you look, but then you're like, you're, you won't wear clothes because you don't like the way that you feel in them. You see what I'm saying? Like all of these other things are going to like hold you back from doing things. Maybe there's something that you've always really wanted to do. And like, you won't do it because you look or feel a certain way. That is your motivator. That is your motivator. Like I won't go on a trip because I can't get up the hill of the climb that I want to do. Okay, cool. That's a really fun goal to work towards fun fact, because like you can work on strength, you can work on power, you can work on speed, you can do like all these like really fun things. And at first, it's going to be challenging, but eventually you're going to get up the hill, which is really cool. So simplifying nutrition, again, guys, like a few different steps, but one, go around the outside of the grocery store before you go on into the middle. Two, make sure that you're actually focusing on like attainable goals that you can hit. It's not just like all over the place. Um, and like, just like focusing on your flexibility, it doesn't have to be so rigid. And three, I honestly forgot what I said for the third one. 
But the bonus one was like, remember why you're doing what you're doing. And it has to be bigger than like losing 10 pounds, 15 pounds. Um, because at the end of the day, it's not going to do it. It's not going to do it. Um, it has to be like for other things. And like, just remember that you have way more control than, than you need to. Um, we also talked a little bit about like, you know, all the, uh, uh, flexibility in terms of like different food options. If you're not able to eat like fresh veggies for pricing and stuff, eat the uh, frozen ones. Again, when you have takeout, there's different rules that you can kind of put into place. Um, I don't like doing too many food rules, but I think at a certain point, if you've really allowed yourself to just like overindulge, you have to be like, okay, well, what's the price point on this? And like, am I willing to do it? And also like, am I going to allow myself to eat and treat myself in a certain way? Because again, like if you're just eating to like, because you're upset about things and you're just like eating to like, kind of forget about it. It's also like starting to build that self-respect of like, yes, I'm sad about it, but I'm not going to treat my body shitty because someone else was shitty to me. Right? Like if you eat Taco Bell and you're freaking loving life and you're like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Delicious. Thank you. Oh my God. Right? Like Taco Bell. Um, but like if you're eating it and you're like, oh my God, everything sucks and people are so mean to me. And like, I'm just eating because like I should eat and like whatever. Then, and I'm saying it like that, obviously it's probably not the nice way of saying it, but like, I also have been in that situation and that's like how I sound when I, I guess like do it to me. But that is also then going to like, it's it's just different, right? Like you're treating your body different. One way you're like just eating because you're like, oh my God, I love it and it's amazing. And then the other way you're eating it, you're like, oh, like I'm kind of punishing myself. So I think it's also important to understand like how you eat it and like why you're eating it and things like that. So that's really the simplest way to do it. Once you do it and you have like a few guidelines, you know, you're flexible in your approach. Uh, you make sure that you're consistent. It's it's really like that's as simple as it can be and, and you can lose the weight and keep it off forever, guys. So hope you have the best day. Thanks for tuning in. It's a late podcast, but we will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.